0: Hello, I am so happy you're here. I'm Chris Rice, the founder of Deconstructing Wellness, and I change lives through empowerment. I empower high achieving mamas to prioritize your wellness and reverse burnout. Discover how to leave behind stress, overwhelm and exhaustion and receive permission to prioritize you. Thank you for giving yourself this time today. Now let's dig into today's episode. Why resolutions suck and how to create real change. What thoughts and feelings arise when you start thinking of the turn of a new year? Does your mind race to grand resolutions, changes, and goals that you'll tackle as soon as January hits? Do you feel a sense of nostalgia for the year past or a sense of anticipation for the year ahead? New Year's resolutions are an interesting concept and get so packed with unrealistic expectations, they can feel doomed from the start. Let me share a couple of prior resolutions with you to help you understand how I've formed my beliefs around resolutions and more importantly, how to make real lasting change in our lives. Let's dig in. I'll share with you my candid experiences with two of the most common big resolutions, eating healthy and working out. First up, the resolution to work out. If you follow me on this blog or social media, you may assume that working out has always been a habit for me. You see my post-workout pics on a regular basis and assume this has always been true for me. Not the case. There were years when I didn't know what to try and I felt lost in a sea of options. Check out this blog about why I'm here if you want the full juicy story. So in the past, I'd followed the crowd and come January, I'd vow to work out five days a week for the month, ensuring I made it a habit and surely it would stick moving forward. I'm a goal-driven person. So for January, it did work. I'd stick to my calendar and make my new goals a reality. But then February, I'd give myself a little more grace and leniency, and five days a week turned into three to four. By March, I was bored with the workouts, and by April, the resolution was a thing of the past. So how did I change from making unsuccessful New Year's resolutions to having a workout regime I love and enjoy as a part of my daily routine? Let me share the secret. I tuned into what I wanted. I listened to my why inside of me and let the wisdom be my guiding force. When my youngest daughter Hadley was nearly a year old, I decided that I wanted to be in better shape both inside and out than I'd been before having kids. She completed our family, so I wanted to show myself that I could be stronger than before I'd carried my two beautiful babies inside my body. I wanted to be stronger physically, but also mentally, because I could tell that juggling two young daughters, a full-time career, and often managing it solo while my husband travels for work would be no joke. With my unique why as my guiding light, I switched up my routine. Instead of online workouts in my home office, I devoted myself to going to my local Bar 3 studio. I gave myself permission to take a full hour to myself, and while this took time to release the guilt around it, I did it. I had guilt about the cost, time commitment, taking that time for myself and not for my family or work, and more. But something inside me said that I was right where I needed to be. I let that be the focus on what was important to me, and in that moment, I wanted to be strong. I didn't care about a number on a scale, and frankly, I still don't. I only weigh myself by force at the doctor, otherwise I purely go by how I feel and how I fit in my clothes. The number is irrelevant to me. Instead, I focus on my why. Interestingly, by taking my practice from the comfort of my own home to a studio full of people, I was able to let go of comparison. When I was home, I could stay in my head and only draw from my own energy and thoughts. But when I step into a diverse room of people, it fuels me. I was able to let go of the voice of comparison and celebrate my individuality and the uniqueness of those around me in the room. This is an hour I look forward to in the day. By listening to my unique why and releasing comparison, I created a workout habit that has only gotten stronger over the past four years. And it's all because I ignored resolutions and let my needs be the guiding force directing my changes. Up next, how I created long lasting, healthy eating habits for myself and our family. I am no different than anyone else that I see dramatic meal plans to try in January and I'm on board. I think, why not try? We can do anything for a month. However, my husband is the exact opposite. He knows what he likes and he stays true to that and is less than inspired to try out my quote, fun, new ideas. One year, my husband went to his annual doctor visit and was told that he was borderline type two diabetic. This was shocking and scary and not something we expected. Borderline was the blessing. And his doctor felt confident that if we committed to making some changes with regards to diet, his health picture could change and diabetes would no longer be a concern. Knowing that nutrition could swing the pendulum either way for him was something we took very seriously, and we chose to focus on a Mediterranean diet. Our doctor highly recommended a Mediterranean diet, and I'd already been following an amazing book, Good Food, Great Medicine, by a local doctor, Dr. Miles Hassel. I recall our doctor saying, this is the only book I ever recommend to clients. So we felt comfortable and confident using this as our guideline. Since this wasn't a stringent plan, we could both be on board. As an added challenge, my husband travels extensively for work, so we all know how challenging it is to follow healthy eating habits on the road. The Mediterranean diet gave him framework and ideas of what he should order in a restaurant and how to modify his standby favorites. We experimented with new recipes, and I swear to you, this Midwestern boy at heart began asking for tomkaw guy soup and spinach and sausage frittata. Change was happening, slowly but surely. The main point I want to make with regards to the dietary changes for us is that we listen to our values. We were both motivated to avoid medications and believe that change could be facilitated and maintained with diet and exercise. Our doctor also agreed with this approach, which I'm thankful for. This is an important value, again, because he was borderline status, so we were able to have the luxury of this choice. We were motivated to avoid long-term medication when change could be achieved through diet. This is an important value to us and one we also wanted to demonstrate for our girls. When it comes to diet, everyone wants a quick change and to make a dramatic shift and see massive results in a tiny amount of time. From my experience, that's simply not where lasting change comes from. This isn't going to be what you want to hear, but you have to be committed to the long game because that's where lasting change happens. It's in an Choosing to make two healthy swaps one week that you wouldn't have made before. It's letting changes transpire slowly and naturally instead of being forced and hurried. This is true for so many areas of our life and certainly where diet and nutrition is concerned. This is the case with my husband's diabetes threat and change to his overall health. The threat of type 2 diabetes is a thing of the past and he's stronger and healthier today than he ever has been. But that didn't happen overnight we were presented with a scare and more importantly, an opportunity for change. And we committed to the long game. We found a way of eating that's fueled by real food and not a diet that we wouldn't want to, or couldn't stick to for the long run. So there you have it. My experience with resolutions. Did you ever hear me mention starting and maintaining a resolution because January hit? Nope. I just don't believe that's where change happens. Choosing to make a change because of a date on a calendar is, isn't motivating in the long term. Here's a list of what I do believe are incredible motivators and influencers that can empower you to create lasting change in your life. One, listen to your unique why. Two, let go of comparison. Three, focus on your values. Four, embrace your uniqueness and let it guide you. Above all else, I encourage you not to let anyone else tell you how to prioritize your goals. Change is created by a fuel of fire within you, and only you can hold yourself accountable at the end of the day. If your motivators are determined by what's truly important to you as an individual, incredible change can happen. I encourage you to focus inward, listen to your inner voice, and be open to following its guidance. As we head into not only a new year, but a new decade, I hope you're filled with as much hope and excitement for the future as I am. If this message resonates with you, please join my weekly emails so you won't miss a bit of motivation and guidance along the way. Simply enter your email and click yes to send to me. And as a thank you, you'll be sent a three-day meal planning guide. Thank you so much for listening. Today was an amazing start to prioritizing your health and wellness. My goal is to empower you with resources to simplify wellness, making it doable in real life and allowing you to show up every day as the incredible woman you were meant to be. If you're curious to learn more about deconstructing wellness and how I can partner with you to make your goals a reality, click the link at the bottom of the show notes to explore my free curated resources. These incredible resources will allow you to accelerate and empower change starting today.